What's going on, everybody? It is Craig Bennett, a.k.a. Cash Kegger with DFS Army. And I'm here with my good buddy Aaron Freeman to talk a little college football. Week zero, three games slate on our hands. How you doing, Aaron? Good. It's it's so great. It's back. Uh, getting tired of baseball, especially <laughs> our Cubbies. <laughs> I understand, man. The Cubbies, like I saw a picture yesterday. Um, I think it was in our Discord, and someone was at the Cubs game, the first one bringing their son, and it was, like, empty. Like, when did you see the bleacher seats that empty in a Cubs game ever? I mean, yeah. pathetic. But, you know, you sell everybody. I mean, good for I hope that no one goes to them stinking games, man. I'm so pissed off at the Ricketts and what they've done to that organization, just selling everybody. At least keep one and build around it. I mean, why? Yeah, I know. I mean, we could go on a whole show over that, so let's not, <laughs> let's not jump too much in the Cubs. Um, but, yeah, man, week zero – you know, I remember we, we did a little bit of Mac action last year and we didn't really have a football season, so it kind of sucked. But um, I'm super stoked, man, to have football back in our lives. And it's like uh, it feels like it snuck up on us a little bit, man. I mean, it's like we're a few days away. We're four days away for for some college football. Yeah, it's. um Yeah, especially with last year being so fragmented and all the starts and stops and canceled games it. Right, it should be much more fun and consistent this year. It, it should be. I, hopefully, we don't have any big issues or anything, but I, I don't think we will. There's just too much money in college football, and I'm sure they all missed out on that. And um, the big thing is, man, all these players getting their money, man. You know, with their yeah, you know, which is which is kind of cool to see. But uh, yeah, it should be fun, man. Um, you know, I got my fighting Illini first game of the season, which is awesome, and, and on the slate. So uh, we'll just dive in here and we'll uh, we'll pull up. We'll pull up the uh, DraftKings um, slate here, and we'll just kind of talk through position by position, kind of how we see things. Um, uh, and basically, you know, how we feel about things are going, you know, like, you know, that the first game is Nebraska at Illinois. Um, you know, we saw that thing open up Nebraska at minus 11, and it's it's down to minus seven now for, for Nebraska. That sign has moved a lot. Big thing for me is Lovey Smith is no longer at the helm, and it's freaking awesome. Finally got rid of him out of the state. I had to endure him as a Bears fan, as a coach, and then a fighting Illini fan. It's like, please leave. Just go somewhere else. So uh, what do you think about the new coaching staff and how you think it will uh, play into how the fighting Illini uh, will run their program? Yeah, um, I think it's it's a pretty good hire, actually. I, I feel like I've – at first, I was like, uh, should they have reached for like Jim Leonard or someone like that? But I, I feel like um, Bielema, he, he's from the state and he, he's obviously had success in the in the league. So I, I think it is a, a good hire and he, he's not, it's not like he's going to jump in five years. Um, and I mean, if he were to jump anyway, it means the program was doing a lot better. Right. So. I, I don't um, think there's anywhere to go but up, honestly, from where we're at. And and you know, watching Lovey just just he's not a good coach. I'm sorry, he just is not. <laughs> like if he's gonna coach anything in defense, but it's not like our defense was extremely uh, amazing or anything. So um, yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited to see him. It's gonna take him some time to get there, but yeah, their philosophy should change. They should actually have a plan of where they're gonna go now instead of just kind of uh, drowning in the water. So. Um, but I guess we could start, you know, with, with the quarterback position, you know, we got other two slates on the board or we got Fresno state at UConn, um, Fresno state, massive, 
you know, four touchdown favorites, minus 27 and a half. Uh, and then we got the, the late game, but it's weird seeing Hawaii at 3.30 p.m. and not, you know, like midnight. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so it's a Hawaii at UCLA. Um, UCLA is favored by 18. Um, that line jumped a bunch too. And uh, that's the highest over under at 68. And we all know Hawaii and the way that they run their offense. It's pretty fast paced. So, um, so yeah, quarterback, man, uh, what are we going to do here? Where do you think we should sit? Again, we'll have DraftKings up. We can talk about FanDuel pricing as well. It's, it's you know, everything should be pretty similar. But where do you think we're going to do at quarterback here if you're going to pick a quarterback for the slate? So the in terms of ownership, I think um, Dorian Thompson-Robinson's going to be the um, pretty heavy chalk on the slate um, just with the total and um, – He's he's a no, he's by far the most known commodity out of. Well, I mean, people know R- Martinez too, but um, DTR people see the um, points per game, and you know, it's um, I think people are expecting a somewhat of a shootout, even though the line's grown a bit. Um, I it's a pretty good matchup. For him and um so i think he's gonna be very popular um oh yeah on DraftKings at 8500 on yeah he's priced up to 12k i mean he is up there on fanduel i mean i'll probably have him around 70 percent and um i'll use martinez a lot too um there there's definitely many pathways martinez could outscore dtr um you know martinez has been ask any nebraska fan martinez has been very very frustrating so um dtr has has a high floor um and then um I like Jake Hayner a lot too. I really like the, I'm really happy what they did with the pricing and um, making it, I feel less obvious um, with him being 9,700 on DraftKings, um, pricing him ahead of DTR. So um, DTR and Jake Hayner are my two favorites. Um, And then I think Cordero and then Martinez. I'm going to focus around those four. Um, those are the four I, I want the most of. Um, Brandon Peters, I feel like I'd rather get in a if you're thinking Brandon Peters, you should just think about um, putting in a skill player there, and you know, trying to yeah, I, I don't see any reason take down a GPP or something with I, a skill player there. I think we're going to start going run heavy, and and I'd much rather go the the line I running backs than than Peters because you know Martinez, yeah. you get the dual threat. Yes, we've been you know if you played college football in the past, you know we've been burned by Martinez a ton, but on a three game slate, you know, and you want dual threat quarterbacks like this and. Um, 
Yeah, it's on the road to Illinois, but I, I still feel like at his price point is probably where I want to land. Um, yeah, you know, DTR for sure, eighty five hundred. I have no problem with that. My only issue with going up to Hayner at ninety seven hundred is it's just a price point for me. It's like, um, yeah. And also, you know, being four touchdown hit favorites, I would rather go the running back. And you know, if they get up, there's no reason for them to throw the ball. You know, in out, not saying that they can't score a ton. It's college football; they can hang a ton of points up with a board and a half. Um, and if I'm running a you know 100, 150 lineups, I, I wouldn't just completely negate him. But if I'm building a few lineups, just price wise, he's 9,700 on DraftKings. Uh, over on FanDuel, he's 11K. He's a little bit cheaper than DTR. I just you know probably wouldn't go there. Like you talk about Kudur a little bit. You know they're going to be playing catch up against you know UCLA, and we think it's yeah. going to be highest over under. You know, you know, if you ever seen Hawaii play, man, they're they're just spread them five wide and go. You know, so he's gonna toss the ball a ton. Um, so I think he would be the third guy for me if I was gonna play. Um, you know, play these. I guys. like the difference. I like the difference with Hayner and, um, like making it a tough. You know, people don't want to pay that much, but sure. I like. He'll come in. Um, yeah, I'm not twenty percent. Right. Yeah, it'll it'll definitely negate his ownership because if he's so expensive, um, you know, just it's just if I was playing one lineup, he probably wouldn't be in it. Um, yeah. Not saying that I'm not going to have him for sure, but it's like I, I'm not going to have any Peters at all. Not. I'm just not. Like, oh yeah, no. I'm just not going to have any of him. Um, I'm basically just those four quarterbacks. You know. Hayner, DTR, uh, Martinez, and Cordero, and and probably Martinez, um, DTR, Cordero, and Hayner for me, and just that's just price considerate. But yeah, you know, on these slates, you gotta you gotta realize you gotta run. Generally, you're running always two quarterbacks. You know, a quarterback in your super flex. These smaller slates, a three gamer, you might be able to get away from it if you can find a skill position that can get you. You know, what they got to get you at least 30, 30 fantasy points, don't you say? Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, I'd rather run, um, Turner, the running back than, um, Peters the, Turner, I believe 64. Yeah. Let's yeah. run over to running back real quick and talk about them. Um, yeah, no, no, it's, if you're running anything from Illinois for me, it's chase Brown. He's the top of the depth. Oh chart. yeah. He's, he's going to get all the, you know, he should, he should get all the carries. Um, not saying that they can't run, you know, a few of these other guys out there, but uh, it'd be it's hard pressed for me not to run, want to run some Chase Brown out there um, at his price point. You know, he's five K, and if yeah. you're going to play a line guy, that's the guy to me that you're going to play. And I, and I think they're going to play more physical this year. I just think that uh, with him coming in, and 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 they're going to want to establish that run and, and dominance on the line and. And I think that starts with Brown and that offensive line. Yeah, he's um, one of my favorite plays on both sides. Uh, Phil Steele has him as a um, second-team all-conference running back, and that just the Bielema old-school Wisconsin style. Right, and that's what they did. Veteran, I mean, veteran offensive line too. And I think that's um, that's what you got to understand is, you know, coming from Wisconsin, it's just that's what they do run the ball. I mean, I mean, big time runners we saw out of there, just massive. Uh, and it's not like he's going to change his philosophy. You know, he's going to bring that in. And yeah, 
it should be a good thing. So who else would we like at running back besides Chase Brown? Um, so I like Turner's a really Turner's um kind of like a mini Marshall Falk, um, very good receiver. Um, they use him a lot um, as a receiver, so he's not like a traditional um, like Derrick Henry style running back. He's um, they'll they'll put him in different formations, and so especially um, if you're if you're not gonna have Cordero, Turner gives you a lot of exposure to the. Um, Hawaii passing game and I think it's um he has a good game script going. Right. Um so I like Turner. What would you He's consider him more second favorite? DraftKings and FanDuel. Uh FanDuel is nine two. Um I don't really like that price point as much as I do on DraftKings where he's six four. Yeah. Uh, Especially with the um PPR. The PPR because that's the one thing I think people have to consider. You know, they should be playing from behind. You know, he should be getting a lot of those dump off screens. Um and those all add up. And so I'm with you there. I do like that price point too at 6,400. Um, you know, we talked a little bit, you know, about, you know, Hainer from Fresno State. What do you think about Ronnie Rivers here? He's the most expensive uh, running back at 7,800 on DraftKings, 10,5 on FanDuel. Is that something that you're considering in your builds or is he just a little bit too expensive? I'm worried about. So the next week, Fresno plays at Oregon. And that's right. going to be really physical. Right. And they have um, Jordan Mims. It's been Rivers and Mims for like four years. Um, Mims at 4,700. I think he could get a lot of work too. Like how much are they going to exert him? And especially if they um, get up three, four touchdowns early. Yeah. You know, and like you're saying, if they got to go play a physical game, um, this makes for a fantastic you know, tournament play. And you get a guy at 4,700 that could come in. Um, you got to remember some of these games when they get up like this, they have no problem throwing their second string running back out there. Or, you know, they run one-two punch anyways. But a guy that's cheaper like that, why not? He's going to have less yeah. ownership. Um, Brown's very, yeah, Brown's very interesting for UCLA. Um, Charbonnet transferred in from Michigan, but it, um, it seems like he's the clear backup. Um, so I do like Brown a good amount. And then, um, Nebraska has a few interesting pieces, but they're still, um, I would be careful there cause they're, um, they had so many transfers in man. And, and yeah. like Martinez is going to tuck that ball. And I, I'm not a big fan of playing yeah. running backs when you got a dual threat quarterback as much, you know what I mean? Like I, I get yeah. it, but I, I'm with you. It's like, I want to see a game, what they're going to do when it comes to the running back situation. Um, I mean, they had Christ. What step came over from? Step, yeah, steps from UCLA. UCLA, or right. no, sorry, UC USC. Yeah, USC. That's right, USC. And then you know, he's the top of the depth chart, you know. And um, I just I want to see what they're going to do. Like I'm not, I wouldn't play yeah. Nebraska running backs at all. And I'm with you. I think Brown is the guy uh, at price point wise. Um, you know, fifty six hundred. On DraftKings, he's going to be probably pretty popular at that price point. Eighty six hundred on FanDuel, like that's where you, that's where you're going to land. But I think for me, it's like you know, after the running backs that we've talked about, you know, 
I do like the Mims call because I think he's going to be loaned. I don't think a lot of people will be on him. Um, but it's like, to me, you know, what do you do with Rivers at that price point? You know, like, like if you throw him in there, it leaves you 5,100 left for your three wide receiver points. You know, if we end up throwing, um, you know, Brown in there, we got almost 6K for wide receivers. I mean, it's, it's really easy yeah. to get there. So, yeah, I mean, I think those are probably going to be your three favorite backs, I would assume. Maybe not Turner as much. I don't know how many people will be on Turner, but I can I can assure you that Brown, both Browns are going to be pretty high owned at their yeah. price points. Um, but, hey, before we, before we continue, um, head on over to DFS Army. Use that promo code CASHCAKE. Save yourself 10%. Aaron has already got his sheets up. He's going to be mainly focusing on FanDuel this year, but also he'll do he'll do both. And then uh, Zadelstein is going to be taking care of DraftKings cheat sheets, man, and we'll have projections up um, for all the slates as well. So it's going to be a lot of fun, man. I'm looking forward to a massive profitable college football season. I think it's definitely one of our favorite and I would say most profitable uh, things that we have over there. It's it's a blast. Um, but let's let's dive right into wide receivers, man. Tell me what you like in wide receivers. Um, yeah, and one more note too is we I feel like we do a good job of trying to make it accessible. Like, you know, the names aren't it I feel like everyone knows NFL names, but um college players come and go and transfer. Right. But um one great thing about DFS Army is we um do the legwork and um, make the players more accessible and figuring out who's worth rostering and not rostering. So yeah, definitely recommend joining us and seeing what we're all about. Um, but on to receiver. Um, yeah, receivers, the most interesting position because um, Fresno state is, loaded at receiver they have their i want to say they have their top um eight guys back including rivers and mims um <laughs> makes it so difficult to figure out but um and are they gonna proper was the um lead guy last year because in 2019 um pope had gotten hurt right pope led the season in in 2019 then got hurt most of 2020 then had two big games at the end so he's kind of priced up um but yeah Cropper had all that target share with him kind of banged up yeah i mean he had all of it and all the targets but do you think it could be spread out a little bit more this year with pope yes. coming you know and healthy and it's so yeah cropper's priced up you know 7300 on DraftKings. uh over on fandle he's 9400 um but when you look at when you look at Pope, he's 6,900 on FanDuel and he was 6,700 on DraftKings. I think it's a fantastic price for him on FanDuel or 6,900. Um, but if that is that, you think that target share is going to spread out a little bit more and, you know, being four touchdown favorites, you know, who do you, you know, Wheat Falls, how do you rank them price consideration? Um, So I I actually like the 
the value plays a little more for um, Fresno. Okay. Um, so if you go down to, um, I think he's at 4,400 uh, Kelly. For, for Yeah, Josh Kelly. Um, he's yep. one of the star- starters this year. Um, I like his price point a lot. Um, the UCLA guys I like a lot too. They're um, it's much more um, concentrated with um, Dulcich, the tight end, and Phillips, who's been um, kind of a possession guy. Um, so, and then a lot of wild cards, but players I do like on um, Illinois and Nebraska. Um, Yeah, Nebraska's lost um, two number one receivers in in back-to-back years in Spielman. And um, I just, yeah, this game's super interesting at receiver. Um, So Nebraska lost Spielman um, after 2019, and then Wandell Robinson to Kentucky um, after 2020. And so, I think this guy, Tori, um, he transferred in from Wyoming. He's going to be the, um, I think he's going to end up being their best receiver um, at 4,900. My issue, though, with both sides of this ball when it comes to Nebraska and Illinois is just the volume. Like, you know, we could see, it wouldn't surprise me at all to see less than 20 pass attempts from either side of this ball. You know, because I can see, you know, Martinez running the ball 10 times, you know what I mean? And like, it, it just worries me. They're all price considerate, you know? Um, and like you said, I think it makes it interesting in tournaments, but I have a hard time deciding exactly where I want to go when it comes to, you know, wide receivers here. Um, I, I think, I think, I don't know, man. Torrey's probably my favorite. If I was going to say it on Nebraska, but yeah, it's the prices are tough. Yeah, it's like just with the volume they're gonna be super efficient. And I much would rather go to teams like yes, I know Hawaii throws the ball a ton. You know, they spread things out and they throw it a ton in UCLA. But you know, if it's gonna be a shootout, um, I mean, gotta love seeing Smart and Coda and these guys. It just <laughs> from last year. Um, yeah, I, I just. I would love rather take chances on some of these guys, man. I mean, the upside of like a Jared Smart is massive. You like you talk, you know, you're saying Phillips is more a possession receiver. It's he's seven K. I think we can get there if we don't spend all the way up at running back. Yeah. Um so price considered, who's like your favorite play? We'll just we'll just throw out your favorite play. At wide receiver, we're not going to build it all the way out, but your favorite wide receiver play on DraftKings, if you had to pick one to build around, probably still. There's two there, so this is going to be. Um, people may not like this, but I. I do like Ross for UConn a lot. I mean, there's like nothing. It's like Ross and a bunch of schlubs 
Uh, I mean, they're so, gonna be I mean, from behind, so like yeah, and he's gonna get all the target so, share. So I get it. Ross I mean, look, and uh, Kelly, what he averaged like eight he, targets last year or nine targets, which yeah, he had um sixty catches as a true freshman. So um, Ross mean, and Kelly are my two favorite um value receivers. Ross and Kelly. So there you go. But yes. You, yeah, you don't even need to go that low with this build no no and i think now generally we like to, you stack up one of your quarterbacks with a wide receiver but i would say with a martinez you don't necessarily have to do that i i would yeah not, i would have a rule where I, if i'm setting rules up i would set a rule like where I, I don't have to stack him with anybody you can of course but i don't think you have to um there's certain quarterbacks that are not dual threat that you want to have a wide receiver with them. And I think that's important to know. And, and we'll point that out within discord and let people know who, to, who, who needs to be stacked and who doesn't necessarily need to be stacked. Um, Cause we'll get, we'll get, you know, on these main slates, like week one, man, you'll, you know, we'll see it where we injuries happen and we'll get a dual threat quarterback at like sub five K. And it's like, you don't need to stack him with anybody. You can find, you know, expensive wide receiver that just gets massive share. And it's like, I'd rather have him than stack, you know, dual threat quarterback with him. So I think that's just something that we should, you know, let people know who haven't played college football at all. Yeah. So any bets but before the end of the show, man, is there any bets you like on this Saturday card at all that you're kind of uh, leaning towards one way or the other? I do like Illinois to cover um, the plus seven. I do too. Um, especially uh given the i mean it's a, such an important game for both teams so i expect it really close and um illinois has a lot of experience coming back um i do think i like do you better at like when it's around 14 or 15. um Yeah, Illinois is my favorite bet, though. Um, the plus seven. Yeah, I'm with you. I I think that opened at what close to nine and a half. So, you know, it's then moving in that direction, anyways. And I'm with you. I I, I think it's home game, super important. I think that's the way I would like to lean as well. I don't I don't really have a lean on uh, the UCLA game. Definitely not Fresno, UConn. I guess UCLA. That's a that's a big number for them to cover. So I don't I don't really yeah. I, I think I'm just gonna lay Illinois and that's about it for me. That's about it. So with that, man, uh anything else you gotta say to the people? No, just come join us and uh we have a bunch of promos. We have like free month promos, so uh check us out. Definitely, man. Well with that. Uh, appreciate you coming on. Fun to talk a little college football. Hopefully we'll see you next week and we'll talk a little week one where you have a massive slate. But uh, man, get in there, play some uh, college football. Hopefully see you in our Discord and uh, chop it up and uh, hopefully help you win some money. So with that, I'll see you on the flip side. Deuces.